the story opens with uh, wait, Kevin. Wait, 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 wait. We need to do uh, a... It's a new episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Hello, and welcome to Divisive Issues, the foul-mouthed, spoiler-filled comic book podcast where two fans and two non-fans talk about controversial and noteworthy comic books and comic book history. I'm Ryan. I'm Sly. I'm Phil. And I'm Daryl. And we're back for Ultimates 2, Part 2. Yeah, we're back in Iraq. Ba-ba-boom. <laughs> Ba-ba-booey, ba-ba-booey. Uh, are we? I don't... Uh, uh, so, do we have anything to say before we jump into it, or should we just jump into it? Uh, so listen to last episode. It wasn't a year ago, so we don't have to recap it. But basically, uh, the Ultimates are going to the Middle East. Yeah, and that's where the story opens in the Middle East. Captain America. They do uh, that thing. Look at, look at your fucking map, Daryl. That's Afghanistan, not Iraq. <laughs> My bad. No, he's perfectly ca- capturing the George Bush mentality film. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the right mindset. Yeah, uh, it's it's all the same country, right? Yeah, and they, they do it. So Captain America infiltrates a, a surgeon base, and uh, he does a thing where they, they put guns on him, and he's like, "Hey, uh, living personnel yeah. kid." But, uh, but this time makes, he actually is Quicksilver. Yeah, it makes makes sense because yeah. he's waiting for Quicksilver to save him, and Quicksilver comes in and pulls him out just before he gets shot. So the one, first time, make this actually makes sense. This confidence, overbearing confidence. Yes. Then they bomb the base after Quicksilver gets a mound to get the giant men to, blow, to stomp on it. So now at this point, they have a whole squad of giant men that are just like these giant, these giant men that yeah. just smash through this whole base. They're and grabbing it, planes. It, it's funny because when I read this page, I was read. There's no words on this page. When I saw this page, I was like. Most of them are black. Is that is that a commentary about who we're using for our like th- experiments? <laughs> oh, oh, like you know, like the white people start the wars and then they we make the you know the minorities yeah, yeah. fight them for us. Yeah, but oh yeah, interesting. And, interesting. Yeah. And so then Scarlet Witch deceives all their nukes, and then um, Captain America like takes all the prisoners out, and they're like, "This is all for your protection. Move. This is for your protection, people. Everyone move." And there's one kid just staring at him. Scornfully, and uh, before he uh, walks off, it's a nice like dead-eyed stare that he gives. Yeah, I wouldn't say scornfully. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Just yeah. Looks I, like... I mean, I, I, yeah. there's clear scorn in his in his intent, but <laughs> he is he's dead-eyed in the actual expression. So. Yeah, the expression's way yeah. more just like you ruined my life. Also, yeah. this is not just an American-led thing now. It's like you see the the European Union superheroes, Captain Italy, Spain, mm-hmm. and Britain are all there. Also, they can, they can fly. Yes, they they flew in the last one too. How do they fly? You they, take... They have... Oh, Thor can fly. Magic belt. Who knows? <laughs> Everyone can fly. Everyone can fly. Captain America can't. Yeah, that's funny. Captain America's the only super soldier who can't fly in this fucking story. But what Captain America also got his powers in the 40s. Yeah, he's, he's, got a he's the old model. The non-flying model. Yeah. So you have yeah. a bunch of people that want to, like, are asking let Thor go and uh, Tony Hashtag Stark. Hashtag free my boy Thor. They're not asking. They're protesting. Oh. Yeah, they're, <laughs> Please uh, let Dor- him go. <laughs> Dor and Tony talk. It's basically a rehash of what they said before. Dor's like, you're naive. And Iron Man's like, no, it's cool. Uh, we got this. Dor, stop being crazy. And Dor's like, fuck you. I'm not crazy. And Dor looks like a lot more like uh, Chris Hemsworth now that he's short hair. Uh, yes. And he's like, uh, it's Loki. Loki's doing this. And he's like, please stop. Yeah. yeah, and so then we cut to H- Hank, uh, Hank meeting, and Jan uh, hanging yeah. out, the exes, Ant-Man yes. and the Wasp together again for lunch. And, and it starts with her saying, I can't believe I'm having an affair with my ex-husband. And he says, since when did lunch constitute an affair? And she's like, since I lied to Steve about it. And, and I think it's an interesting dynamic because um, obviously Steve, uh, Steve is a better human being. Mm-hmm. But she 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 has no de- like chemistry with Steve compared to Hank. I also just like the idea. It's like where breakups aren't just a hundred percent clean. Where you're just like, oh, I'm done forever. Yeah. Especially yeah. like if it's happened within the year. Sometimes you can still think it's like, you know, we did have good times. Like this was really nice. Yeah. 
Especially when you're like compared to the present boyfriend who's just an old fuddy-duddy. I think that the dynamic between them is written pretty well where they're both like, you know, snarky and they have some good quips between them, like better than most Millar quips, I think, where she he's like complaining about Captain America and she's like, well, you're brave when he's when he's not around. And he's like, oh, Jan, you know I'm brave behind everyone's back. And then like he makes some jokes about how like, you know. He jokes about how Bucky and his wife, people wet themselves. and When they, when they sneeze because yeah. they're so old. Yeah. It's yeah, just... and that's what I mean because when you with somebody that long, you will have a, a dynamic with them. Mm-hmm. And like, even though Steve is a better person for Jan, he is different from her in a lot of ways. So it's, I think it's an interesting dynamic here where Hank is a piece of shit, but uh, he, he can interact with her better than Steve can. Yeah, and one of the main things she points out too is all those people are like dumb. Like they're all a bunch of like just like jarhead idiots and like Hank, even though Hank's an asshole and like obviously he's like been the villain more often than not in the mm-hmm. series, he's still like smart. Yeah. And so uh, we have a, a, like a kind of fucked up relationship so we cut to the only healthy wait, wait, relationship. Before that, just we have one scene of like people are listening in and watching them. So yeah. it keeps building up a lot of intrigue of like yeah. who's the betrayer? It's like is, is Jan the betrayer? If, or is that just shield being overprotective? Who knows? Yeah, and it cuts so it cuts from a, a fucked up relationship to the only healthy relationship in the story, <sighs> which is Hawkeye and his family. So of course that ends right away. Three pages. We have three pages of this fucking family. <laughs> One thing I want to say about this is when they show the the first picture of his whole kitchen, you can't see a fridge, and that's because his wife is the fridge here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How long were you saving that one? Were you just I like just ready? thought of it? I oh, just thought of it just now. Yeah, so, <laughs> genius. Uh, over. so Hawkeye has wife and kids, and it seems like they're a perfectly healthy couple, which is interesting because Hawkeye is like a cold-blooded murderer up until this point. <laughs> and then uh, let me put a vent shaft in his head. Yeah, yeah. And, and then uh, what happens is they come in, shoot his wife, shoot his son. Everyone's dead. Hawkeye. They don't just they don't just shoot no, his son. It's yeah. really brutal. Yeah. yeah, they kill his wife right away. Then like they there's like it, this it's big the classic fight. thing where she opens the door and there's the red dot in the middle of her forehead. So you're like, oh, I guess she's done. And then people bust in through the window and start shooting him up. So I'm like, yeah, oh, I guess Hawkeye's dead too. And then and Hawkeye grabs like a bunch of like kitchen appliances, like steak knives and stuff, and he kills a bunch of them. No, and, and then spoons. he's like, and yeah, yeah, and can, can someone? I so this whole this Ultimate Two threw me off on Hawkeye's power. I thought he was just a really good accuracy guy. He is. Uh, he uh, is. People, people talk about this. Mark Millar can't tell the difference between Bullseye and Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah, I was going <laughs> to like, yeah. are they the same guy, I guess? No, okay. Hawkeye's an archer. He's, he's an expert archer. He's not a fucking... You put it in his hand, he can kill you. That's Bullseye. <laughs> okay, because I was like, he kills people with things that, in this story, that I'm like, that, that's not how physics works like yeah. no matter how accurate you are certain things the dull go... end of a spoon isn't gonna do it no if you throw it hard enough yes it will but yeah. anyway <laughs> he so... went through their bulletproof vests yeah, yeah he throws very hard phil what are you not understanding about the scene the thing but the thing that's so brutal about this is so he kills a bunch of them and then he's like holding his son and he's like go call the special number like obviously they have like a panic room and like they have like contingency plans for this yep. And then they kill his son in his arms, like gun him yeah. down. Yeah, it just shows. It just shows Hawkeye's like face as he squints as his son's blood splatters all. It's over like, him. Uh, it's so unnecessary. It's, it's really brutal. Especially because we've only seen them in like one panel. Up and to then, this hinted, point. then we have somebody with a gun off panel hinted that it's the traitor, and yeah. the, Hawkeye says, "I'm gonna kill you for this," but they're like, "Haha, you're how you're gonna kill me?" And they supplied that. Zan's implied that he, uh, whoever the traitor is, he or she shoots him in the head. Yeah, the uh, it's it's implied that Jarvis shoots him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> no splash pages time. Mark Millar's learning. 
Yeah. Well, oh, it's yeah. probably so because they're like, issue. we're not I mean, putting this your, his son's like blown open head on a splash page. It's like, Dur. I wonder if That's it was true. originally there an editorial. Shot <laughs> <down>. <laughs> they're like, okay, like enough. The next issue opens. Next issue with... ends on a splash page. This they <laughs> yeah. had to. This had to be like because of all the violence. They probably had to change stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, it opens. Next issue opens with Hank uh, Wasp in bed with. Uh, She's not in bed with anyone. Yeah, she comes outside and Steve's hanging out on the balcony. Yeah. So I actually, I, I. Think I think this seems really interesting because Steve's sitting on a balcony and he's like, when were you going to tell me that, you know, you've been cheating on me with Hank? And she's like, we were only talking, you know, it's like, that's not the way it works. You can't be this possessive. And then Steve goes on some rant about how, like, it's because you hate yourself. Like, he's, of course, Captain America. You won't allow yourself to be happy. Somebody treats you nice for the first time in your life. You have to go and make an idiot of me. Yeah. And she's like, well, maybe I just don't want to sit around reading the newspaper and listen to Bing Crosby all day. (laughs) And he's like, that's not a good reason to sleep with anybody. You know, he hurt you. She's like, I didn't sleep with him. Not yet. Anyway. And then he looks at her and then jumps off the roof. (laughs) He kills himself. No, he just super soldiers off. Yeah. Without his shield, too. So that (laughs) gets rid of that idea of like he lands on his shield to brace for the impact. No, we see his feet. Just, he just lands. He jumps on the roof of a building. He just lands and is still like just hopping around. Like he's parkouring all over. I don't know. It seems <laughs> unnecessary. Yeah. But then there's just like an autopsy, like a crime scene, forensic stuff at Hawkeye's house. Mm. They also, what's crazy is they, one of Hawkeye's kids was like a baby. Like yes. In the yeah. Yes, they really daughter. drive it home. They're like, yeah, all his wife's dead. The kid's dead. The other kid's dead. The baby's dead. It's like, okay. They you, don't know. They can't find Hawkeye's body. They presume yes. he's dead, but he's missing, which that's why I was like, you can't like, I was kind of okay i wasn't really okay with them not killing the hulk because i thought that would be really cool it's like you kill the hulk because he's so dangerous you have to kill him but then his eyes flash green and he's still alive walking around like okay whatever he'll come back later i'm like okay good you killed hawkeye you're showing that there's stakes in this world you can't even kill goddamn hawkeye he's gone of course (laughs) of course you're not just gonna be like oh his body was in the dumpster outside it's like no he's still alive somewhere and 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 like uh, i do think he has a cool scene later on but for the most part he doesn't change the outcome of the story that much no. And it's like, yeah. it, it makes the fridging of his family that much worse when it's like, he doesn't die with it too. Like, it, it it's now used purely as motivation. Yeah, it's just to, like, just yeah. to motivate him. Like, he had no personality until this point. He really, one, he had no personality. Yeah, he did nothing. Yeah, he did nothing until this point. So what, his personality is now has a dead family? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's pretty much his death. Yeah. Yeah. Not really, because he doesn't even like, we'll get into it. That's his motivation, so, I guess, later on. Yeah, I guess. So Nick Fury, he gets a message from, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. HQ. They're analyzing the security footage. Because there's apparently, like, extra cameras over the original cameras, just yeah. in case. Yeah. Then they're like, oh, they're shocked. And it cuts to Captain America talking to Bucky. And Captain America, like, breaks down. He starts crying. He's like, I don't even have any friends. She says, like, I should hang out with people my own, like, you know, more like us. But, like, I'm more like you guys. I don't have anybody else. There's this touching moment where Bucky and Steve hug. Yes, uh, he starts crying. And then his wife, Bucky's wife, says, okay. Oh, Give him a hug, you silly old fool. She says that she's saying it to herself back yes, in the yes. kitchen, which is yeah. I like that because it's like she knows yeah. what to do before Bucky does, but Bucky still does the right thing eventually yeah. anyway. So yeah. it is a very touching moment. It does take back where it's like Malara can't write human interactions. He can, yeah. but he can. it's like this is one of like the last ones. Of yeah, appeal. of his oh, pretty career, much, pretty much. No, of his <laughs> so, so then uh, Nick Fury is just like he's on a helicopter. He's heading to find Steve Rogers. He's like, how could we Wait, be so stupid? Again, someone's crying and he's able to write them. 
He doesn't write people normal, like, in their normal day-to-day. He doesn't know what that's like. It's only when they're, like, yelling or crying. <laughs> or like, cheating that he's like, on someone. Yeah, he's like, now, this is my element. Upset people. Yeah, yeah. I guess anyway. so. Nick Fury is on a helicopter heading to Steve Rogers. Like, how could we be so dumb? You know, like, we're, we're making a superhero team, and he just happens to show up at the perfect time. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And it, it keeps cutting between Bucky and Cap. They're now walking through the graveyard, visiting some of, like, their old partners. It's, it's implied that. They figure out it's, they believe that Steve is the traitor based on the, the surveillance footage. Yeah. Yes, and then in classic Millar fashion, like a million robots and a million flying guys show up and they hit Steve with like there has to be like twenty <sighs> different tranquilizing At darts. Least. And and this is why this is why this is why I like the second half. Like despite all the story's faults, it goes very anime repeatedly, <laughs> where the characters are like, "You suck! How can we think you're Captain America? You suck shit! All these super soldiers." Are being shot to Captain America, <laughs> and they're like, "You fucking piece of shit." And they figure out something, "You fucking bitch, you fucking bitch suck." <laughs> and then he's like, "This Captain America's just being shit all yeah. of them." Like, the, uh, his anime strength just starts swelling inside. Yeah, the, he literally has like so much tranquilizer in him that like thirty-five elephants would have died. Yeah. yeah, and then like they finally take him down after like Sly said this long fight. <laughs> they get a bunch of helicopters involved that rip up the whole cemetery. So, like this is again like uh, about um, Brian Hitch. It could be like also the directions he was given because you. Have an Iron Man robot that flies up and then the next scene is like him targeting him and then like I guess he drops a chopper on him no, I think he crashed. He flies into, he flies he flies into, into it, him. but it's not clear whether he's dropping something or if he's flying into it because no, the chopper is on the ground already. He's trying yeah. to get into it. But you can't tell because you only see the, like, oh, the, the, yeah. the flight okay. path. You only see the flight path, so you don't see you don't see if it's missiles he's firing or if he's flying into it. But, but like the the actiony kind of fight scenes are supposed to be page turners, and if you have to stop, be like, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, that's the on? problem. Was targeting. I thought he was firing something. I didn't think the Iron Man guy was flying down himself as a ballistic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then we just get a quick montage of all the different Ultimates getting alerted to the fact that Captain America has been arrested for the murder of Hawkeye and his family. Mm-hmm. And it ends with Steve passed out in front of the statue that was his memorial statue from when he was dead in, I guess, Calverton. Yeah. yeah. You know, which is, I like. I don't feel bad for Captain America in any of this, really. That's the thing, is like, it's. If this was a critique, it'd be good, but he's still supposed to be like the hero. So it's yeah. not. As a funny I, thing, I, as I, a... I mean, you don't you can't feel bad for him at all. He's trying he's walking with his friend Bucky talking about how he can't figure out this new world. He's trying to do yeah. the right thing. But like he, he isn't he like he is an old fashioned asshole, but he he does feel like a human being in this issue before yeah. this happens. I don't know. Maybe I just have a lot less sympathy for people like this now. Yeah, but like I can't, I can't counterbalance that with in the very beginning of like in the last issue where it was telling that kid it's like move or like get yeah, shot. Yeah, that's basically. the thing. I'm I not like, like that, that... oh, this poor American war hero. I'm like, this is just like I don't know. This is this is what happens I, I, when you keep ceding power to this military organization. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a fool. I, I think it's a, I, I think it's one of the most most effective issues Mark will ever run his fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could agree with that and still think it's bad. but i mean like i get what he's going for it's just like having him like yell at poor refugees right they're not refugees like they just took over a what is a a nuclear facility in another country right a rogue state and i thought that that guy was a kid but you're still you're ushering these people out who were just shooting at you he's not he's not beating them He's not. Oh, oh, yeah, no. So in the combat situation, you're going to be fucking serious like that. Like any soldier's yeah. gonna be like. He's that. like, you're gonna move because I don't know who the hell anyone is. So you're gonna move. 
and that's it. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't curse. I mean, them. again, that doesn't make you sympathetic. I'm not like, oh, this poor military. I'm. Fe- you feel for the kid more than you feel for him. I'm looking back, and the crowd that he's yelling to move have like old people. There's like women and children. I don't. I don't buy it. I don't know. I. I, I, I think uh, any realistically really soldier would act like that. I, I like. Yeah. I- I agree. I, I don't. I don't think that's sympathetic. I think that's realistic. I don't think you sit there and you're like, yeah. "Oh, this poor brave." And plus, in the beginning too, it's like him when it's like him talking to Jan. That the first thing he does is he runs away from the conflict. Like, I just I don't feel for Captain America that much. Like, I can I, I can kind of feel for like him and Bucky, but like him. I, oh, wait, I, wait. I think it's fair to say it doesn't register with you, but I don't. I don't think it's fair to say that it, it couldn't register with anyone. I think I didn't say oh, that. Okay, well, he, that's he fair. Wrote, yeah. he wrote it as best as he could. Like that scene. Was as much as you can get somebody to care about this Captain America as you could have possibly could, I think. Okay, that's that's fair. But I'm I'm on Daryl's side. But I think that is very fair, Slay. Yeah, you know, yeah. If if it registers for you guys, uh, all right. Hashtag Team Cap. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Team Edward. So now fills up. All right. So we start <laughs> off in location unknown. Hello, Hawkeye. Feeling drowsy? That's what I assume he sounds like. There's some creep. Uh, Hawkeye's alive, obviously. Uh, and there's some creep. <laughs> obviously. Some creep giving him injections, and he's like, he's just making fun of her wife, calling her fat, the dead wife, and I'm like, Jesus, yeah, yeah, I this, hate this. This is like, this is what I talk about the anime efficacy of the comic in the second half, because everyone's like, oh, you, you fucking piece of shit, you suck, we got you, we got you, but it's so weird here because now it's, it's mixed with Mark Millarism. He's like, yeah. we killed your wife, your wife's a fucking slut, she's a fucking cow, she's dead it's now, you terrible. Fucking... Yeah, and he's like, oh, you're angry because I said this. I bet if there was a knife or a gun or a safety pin lying around, I'd be dead already. And I'm like. He's, again, he's not bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> he says that he basically just, like, stole the secrets from Hawkeye's mo- head, which is how they're going to bring down the Ultimates. Yeah. We have the yeah. security codes we need. And then it cuts to Jarvis sipping his tea. <laughs> yeah, and then Jarvis is like, uh, how is our little Black Widow this morning, that fucking slut? <laughs> and then... It's like, and we're, like, we're really, this is what the dialogue's like. I can't, we mentioned it last episode. <laughs> I want to make it clear I mean, here, it, too. It's a little le- more nuanced. Like, they only called her a slutty yeah. minx that one time. Yeah, but like he but, has a tone, but it's not—he's not calling her a fucking. Slut. Yeah, but like, but they did call Hawkeye's wife like this, like fat, fat cow, and we're yeah. glad she's dead. And it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. enough. Um, and it's just—it's this thing Millar does. Like, I feel like he does this when he talks about like any woman. Yeah. He has some character just disparage them, which is why I find it was funny when Tony like says to drop the tone, sarcastic tone, Jarvis, because he's too tired for his unique brand of misogyny today. Where I'm like. Everyone in this is like misogyny. I don't think it's just Jarvis is, has a unique brand of it. It's unique because he's gay and doesn't want to fuck everybody. I <laughs> oh, guess I like he's the only character here who isn't like that. <laughs> the most most LGBT representative character. Ever. Oh, of course he hates women, and that's why he's interested in men. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, he's like, make us breakfast. I want quail eggs or something. Mm-hmm. And then he goes in to see uh, Black Widow in bed. And yeah, Tony she, goes to see. Yeah, Tony oh, one thing her. I want to point out. She mentions here, too, that they mention in, in the last part, is that for her to operate the Iron Man armor that he gave her, the Black Widow war machine armor, she has nanomachines in her blood. Mm. Yeah, nanomachines, yeah. son. Uh, <laughs> and she's and also wearing web-based underwear, which I thought was like an okay touch. Oh. <laughs> it's it's sure, corny and dumb. Sure. <laughs> I li- that's good. Uh, yeah, that's good. And so she's like, "Give me a snuggle." And also, course- uh, there's a painting in Tony's room that is a woman in a shirt, Poison like Ivy. she's wearing a top, but she has like the biggest nipples ever. It's a really weird thing to draw. I I don't think that that's that out of place. Yeah, I thought that it's- was art. <laughs> okay. Anyway, 
<laughs> we gotta get out of this room. That was one day. <laughs> okay, so he's she's like, can we snuggle? But and she really means bang, and I'm like, this is not realistic. And then uh, my wife would yeah. never fuck me. <laughs> I, I thought that was okay. They start I know, snuggling. No, I, I was a joke. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, we can't tell because he's so bad that we're not sure where it is realistic or not. And then they're like the 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 ultimates are meeting in Nick Fury's office, and they're like, "Are you Captain America's fucking traitor? I, this this does not sound normal." And then they're like, "What the hell just happened? Shields are down!" And all the shield helicarriers fly out of the sky, face like, down, fall into... out of the sky, face down. I guess. It's, it's, yeah, it's basically the end of Captain America too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All just crashing into the shield building. The Triskelion. Everyone. It was one of those th- things where I was so confused because I naturally assumed that they were on... I thought the Triskelion was the, like, a shield aircraft carrier. I'll be honest, I didn't know I, it was a building. I thought so, too. So, the, so yeah, too. so we had this page of all these, like, aircraft carriers all, like, fluttering about. And then they're crashing into something. I'm like, the shield, like, in the sky? Like, are they falling above? I couldn't tell. No, that, that is a fair point. They should have had established a shot for Triskelion. Yeah, I, I actually did this exactly. I was about to take about Daryl, but I'm like, no, I did that, too. Well, yeah, for at least this issue, just be like, here's the building. In yeah. defense of this book, they've been so economical about the things they choose to put on panel, and yeah. they never waste a single panel. So I see why they don't have room to tell us of where course. they are. <laughs> yeah. And so we see all these green men flying, uh, oh saying, Phase 1 complete, move to... F- uh, I don't want to make it the robots. Move to Manhattan for Phase 2. And then Black Widow and Tony Stark are still making out, and he's like... Uh, we get a close-up panel of their tongues that's super yeah. gross. It's, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. And uh, he's like, we should go check that out. It sounds like World War Three. And she's like, no, no, come on, just relax. And then she pulls out a gun and puts it to his head. And fucking Jarvis comes in and he's like, Master Tony. She uh, pulls out a gun from under their pillow. So they just like banged and he didn't feel a gun under the pillow. Yeah. Maybe they always point. keep it there for safety. But then he will know. He wouldn't be surprised by that. I guess he's surprised <laughs> by you taking it. I don't know. He uh, doesn't look surprised. Like he looks really calm as she's putting a gun in his eyeball. <laughs> but Jarvis comes in. He's like, we're out of ostrich eggs. And then she shoots Jarvis in the head. Yeah, yeah, so that, all that setup for Jarvis was Bill paid off. He just dies. That's what he gave for. for hey, show some me. respect. That's Loki. <laughs> yeah, and then she says, thanks for the laughs, comrade. That's how you know she's evil. She's saying comrade. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, I guess you never let go of the Soviet Union. And they get these big, yeah, we doofy got... robots walking through Manhattan that have, like, just, you know, not just a like pilot a few, in their like... cock. And... <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. The, the, the sky is filled with them all falling down. The shield building's destroyed. Uh, Quicksilver managed to pull out three floors worth of people before mm. the building got destroyed. And so it's actually pretty cool. He he jumps onto one of the robots and disassembles all their screws and stuff. <laughs> so they just fall apart. And Scarlet Witch's power is to change probability. Yeah. And she's like, I just have to change the probability of something bad happening to them. I'm like, how does that work? Well, <laughs> it, we, we, yeah. we, we, t- we hinted at it in our Captain Marvel episode. Scarlet's power is always bullshit. It never makes fucking yeah. sense. Um, the best version of her powers was in the fuck X Evolution, where it was basically just telepathy, and I'll tell Kinesis basically uh, just fucking general magic, but making a fucking probability. Never That's makes why a sense. lot of writers focus on the witch side than her mutant side, where she's yeah. like learned magic. I almost like yeah. the idea of her being like a being of almost like pure chaos. Like rather than her being like, I'm gonna change the probability of this. Like she can like see what it is. Instead, mm. it's just like she creates just like chaos and changes stuff without control yeah. like i like that idea that is kind of what she does uh but it's still kind of weird it's it's uh, just weird for her to be like i'm gonna change the probability of something bad happening to all these soldiers that are getting attacked yeah i i think i guess the ultimate universe she can control but in the regular universe she just throws hex bolts and hex bolts just make <laughs> random shit happen <laughs> yeah pretty much 
so this fight's happening. We have, oh my god! I, I, this so this is crazy. Like I just the it's all the super soldiers of the U.S. and the giant men of the U.S. dropping in to fight the invasion of Manhattan with these robot men and these green men flying, and it's just this huge splash page of. Uh, all the giant men, th- there's like s- green super soldiers flying through their ears. It's the the blue them. one are flying through the green one's ears because they're the the green ones are the bad guys. Are they? No, no, the giant men are on on America's side. Yeah, they're uh, American. Oh, wait. Yeah, because oh, they're green. I naturally assumed they were bad. <laughs> that actually, is a good point though. They should be called colluded for because how are you gonna fucking tell who's on whose side? But whatever. so basically, the blue guys are the super soldiers. The green guys are the giant men, and the like black suit guys yeah. that are kind of greeny. Also, ev- everyone has these weird frills on the side of their body for the suit. Like both the good guys and the bad guys. So yeah, it's like, it makes point. it harder. Yeah, that's a really that. good fucking point. And um, I this is when I was like, I knew. Growing big was not a great power because if you're just still human <laughs> consistency, like you're very puncturable. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it's funny because here, because you know, uh, regular giant man can switch back and forth, but this ultimate giant man has to stay giant and change, and change clothes <laughs> as a giant man, so he's vulnerable as fuck. Just being like, him. I was thinking actually when they were taking over whatever country, like if they took a tank round in the stomach, yeah, they're dead, they they're fucking them? dead, <laughs> yeah, fucking dead. So we see Thor, who's like, oh no, father, see what happened while your gaze was elsewhere? Someone stole the lightning. And we get this guy with sunglasses and earrings wearing all the Thor tech, but this time he's holding a hammer and sickle. Oh, and no. Yeah, and he has sunglasses on because it's cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and and so, the Avenger, you know, everyone's getting their ass kicked in America's side, basically. And it ends revealing Loki or Gunnar Grognum, what the fuck is his name? <laughs> Grognum. Oh, also, we do see a blonde woman yell for Scarlet Witch. Pretty sure that's Ultimate Carol Danvers. Just, you know, fun little facts. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. are, you being, are you fucking with me? No, I think it is, because she was one of Nick Fury's, like, second in command. She is in a military outfit. Oh, yeah. But like, it doesn't matter at all. I know what I'm saying. It's because I saw that page and I did not. I was like, am I supposed to know who this woman is? I guess I was. <laughs> so yeah, so then here's the big reveal. Loki, like, yeah, we oh, see Loki, Loki and he's like, Loki saying, you know, this must be very satisfying after the Americans, what they've done to your country, Colonel. And we see Darth Maul say, uh, the world is safer. <laughs> he has Darth Maul's saber, but he looks like a red Captain America, basically. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, the world is a safer place now that this new Roman Empire has been restrained. And so we see Los Angeles falls, Chicago falls. The nuclear facilities are under control, uh, under this enemy control. Uh, Washington D.C. is being invaded. Manhattan's apparently they buried the Baxter Building, and somehow the X Men got taken down too. Mm-hmm. I also like that there are airships, like the enemy airships, are kind of like blimps because you always have to be able to make them look a lot more like old and evil than like America. <laughs> yeah. Like they can't just be American bombers. You also and... tear down the fucking Statue of Liberty because it always happens every fucking like summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, Transformers, Transformers Three, they had like Megatron rip off. <laughs> the Lincoln yeah. Memorial and sit in place of it and they always do that and some people be like oh, that's yeah. our statue fuck you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be yeah. fair I think you would do this if you took over America. Yeah, you would. You would. But just, <laughs> I think, like, you, you take down symbols to make a symbolic thing. Like, we do, we knock down the statue of yeah. Saddam Hussein immediately. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's just funny. It's just, they always do it in some blockbusters so the audience mm-hmm. get pissed off. Yeah. And and it, it turns out that uh, we see that all the other governments in the world were like, fuck you, America. We have our own superhero team and our own army of super soldiers. Yeah, so it seems like it's it's Russia, China, North Korea. They, they're pretty vague about the Middle East. I think they say Syria and uh, not sure who else. Yeah, I like that they're, the team that they get together is kind of like off-brand like, knockoffs. Yeah, of like the Hulk and then you have Iron Man and you even have the Wasp. It's the lady that controls like bees. Yeah. And at first, because I was like, that's dumb. Like what? They have exact off-brand knockoffs. And I was thinking, I'm like, 
they probably would have like if you yeah. see a team of specifically like five people you'd probably come up with the same five people but like a little bit different yeah 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 so one thing i just want to say is i kept it close i played it close to the chest this time on, on telling the boys here if i thought this book was good because uh, I used to really love it. And at this point, uh, here's the twist. I think this book is bad. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Shocking twist. And the reason why is because I remember that the mystery of Is Thor Crazy going much longer than this. Uh-huh. But as soon as the conflict starts, it's revealed, no, he's not crazy. Loki's real. This is issue nine. But we really only dealt with that as the main conflict in like a couple issues in the first volume. And I, I remember I spending... Really, the, I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I remember spending more time debating it. I feel like there's only a couple scenes where we actually, like, talk about it. And mm. I wanted more mystery on is Thor crazy before the big fight started. But as soon as the big fight starts, you immediately know, nope, Loki's real. I wanted more mystery further into the conflict because I thought it would have been more interesting to see how do they deal with like this wild card that they don't know if they're crazy when there's still like a big fight. But once the fight starts, it's the lines are clearly drawn. These are the good guys. These are the bad guys. Mm-hmm. This is issue nine out of a two volume series. And I honestly felt they did too much of a store crazy in the story arc. I'm, I'm fine. Oh, no, with... I felt like that. Mm. Yeah. It's prevalent. I, I actually skipped over that last scene because I felt it was repeating what we, we saw before. Mm-hmm. I may think stories crazy. Doors like you're fucking naive. Like they really repeating scenes. Like this is when you. No, when but you it's start... all dialogue. There's very little plot about it. In my no, opinion. I think it's I, th- I think it's fine. Okay, issue issue, issue nine of a two volume series. I thought it was the perfect amount. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, me too. I, I, mean, I I kind of agree with you, Ryan. Where it's like the difference here is like at least with this issue, I kind of like the idea of Loki only being seen by like the bad guys in a way. Where it's like okay, he is real, but only the bad guys know he's real. Mm. Yeah, just okay. and just the leaders. It looks like, but nothing nothing ever yeah, happens like or comes of like is Thor crazy or not? It's like whatever. I like that the readers get revealed it before the other characters do, and then so sure because that's, that's like a dramatic irony yeah. where it's like you know that Thor's right all along, but no one else that's knows fair. Thor's right. But again, that doesn't there is no conflict of is Thor crazy or not. Yeah, for- and I mostly just feel like from here on, it's pretty much just a big fight forever. Yes. I think it's I think it's a fucking really cool fight. Okay, uh, that's fair. Like you can like this. that. I was pretty <laughs> bored. Years, so since this. Ryan's like making a big announcement, I think this is better than Avengers movie. <laughs> okay, well, okay. Avengers, Avengers movie and the best, better Civil War. So the best thing I've ever from Mike Miller so far. That's interesting. But the okay, Civil we will... War book. So yeah, Civil War book. Civil War book, better than Avengers movie. I think mm. the movie should have been more like this. I'm really this made me that's like the movie less. Very interesting. I actually liked this a lot, except for. A few things, but we'll uh, we'll revisit this at the end. But yeah. this is just the moment where I was like, okay, what else is gonna happen? And it kind of just fights, but we'll go through it now. Okay, so the next issue picks up and it goes back in time a little bit to two months ago in the Middle East, and it shows like Captain America pointing with his finger, and he's like, "I said move," and it reveals that the little kid that he had said that to is the actual like he turns into the main the the red villain with the the cap and the the, the darth maul lightsaber I the, guess the, we'll, Captain America. he's a he's apparently sick and then someone's like i know someone who might make him stronger yeah yeah and this is where we learn the lineup we have the abomination who's basically just like smart hulk we have the crimson mm-hmm. dynamo who's fused with his iron man suit yeah, so he's the rhino and iron man <laughs> yeah we have the swarm who controls bugs hurricane who's a speedster the schizoid man who can uh, reproduce himself and have like a bunch of, you know, like like dupes, uh-huh. and then we have what do they call him? The 
Captain America Middle East guy? I don't think I ever call him. They say, he, say, he says like he says like I don't want a fucking super dumb name. Super oh, okay. Name. So the name yeah. of the team is the Liberator. Also, can I say that when they said we stole we made Schizoid Man from the cells from James Madrox, I was like, <laughs> I think I know him. Is that multiple man? Multiple. Yeah, man. Yes, man. it is. <laughs> To be fair, there's not a lot of people that have the multiple man power when you think about it. There's, like, a lot of speedsters out there, but I feel like there's not a lot of people that it's like, I'll yeah, just make a, more me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very unusualized power in comics. Yeah. And so he says that they made progress. They they made these guys. And they, he, there's this weird offhand comment about the power suits that they gave, like, the, the, guy, the oh, green guys yeah. kills them in three days? <laughs> in a, a month. The random grunts. So I I think that's a decent touch because it shows like this power can't just be they can't just have guys stronger than all super soldiers all giant men forever just have it for these guys are super powerful but only for thirty days before they die so I don't know if this is supposed to be an analogy to like suicide bombers mm-hmm. like if you're gonna if if it's gonna be you know a political critique of the Middle East you know it's also like how know. would you match the power disparity between yeah. the U S and these countries it's like yeah. they have to do something really drastic, drastic. yeah yeah. yeah. Like so, bombing, so, so we go back to like the invasion nowadays, and it shows and, that. And it turns out Ant Man teamed up with t- the fucking Liberators, the evil uh, army. Yeah, and they're using Ultron as like police robots that are telling people where to go because their goal is not to like devastate America and like kill everyone. They want to keep casualties to a minimum. The American the American people shouldn't suffer for the crimes of their government. And there's a couple little touches in here that I do like. Like uh Hank Pym didn't know that it was gonna be that scale. He's mostly using his Ultron robots just to like help people and be peacekeepers. And also their the swarm is like sh- maybe we should give them free elections. Yeah. I understand there's been some co- uh, contention over the legitimacy of their current Caesar. You know, just because oh I don't know, maybe he lost the popular vote. <laughs> Yeah, which I really love that touch of, like, liberators coming into America and being like, maybe we should give them actual democracy since they, like, complain about not having it so much. Yeah, yeah, I think that 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 is a really good touch. Yeah, and then you have Hurricane the Speedster. She goes around looking for the president, and she interrogates Dick Cheney, I think. Yeah, (laughs) he's got the snarl. (laughs) Yeah, and they're looking for Air Force One, and they're going to publicly execute all of the heroes that they've captured. The X-Men Fantastic Four, they're going to publicly execute them. And so Black Widow still has Tony at gunpoint, and Tony's mm. blubbering over the dead Jarvis because he's such a good character. And <laughs> reading this, I was just like, ah, oh, goddamn. Because the whole time, Tony is holding a bottle of champagne that they had from when they were in bed together. And it's like, that's like Chekhov's gun. You don't just, like, randomly draw a guy in multiple panels holding a bottle of champagne if you're not going to use it. No, he does use it. He breaks your face afterwards. <laughs> I yeah. know, but I was just like, I was ready for like him to retaliate somehow. But I, the twist did get to yeah, me. Yes, so that's what I'm saying. It's, it, yeah. it comes in later, but after... Yeah. It's, it's a after fake, you fake setup. It. It's a fake setup, yeah. It's a yeah. Really, Mark Willard actually does some decent writing in this fucking story, which is why I think it's his best fucking work. This couldn't have been him. <laughs> I, yeah, I fucking Ghostwriter must have come in at some point. No, this could be... He's not like beyond this. He never has anything clever. Wait, Sly, I don't clever. think Ghost Rider is in this book. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Knight Rider? <laughs> Nighthawk. Anyway, well, it's it's revealed like as Tony's walking downstairs, you expect I expected him to bash her with the champagne, but instead it's the nanites they put in her to help her to control Iron Man that he can control them too, and so he yeah. pretty much is it's like, pretty brutal because he's like, 
you know, I, I'm pretty cynical and I just yeah. had to have control. And I'm like, this is, it's pretty crazy that you're like, I'm in love with her. I want to marry her, but I can control her body with my yeah. mind. Uh, 5,000 yeah. failed relationships can make a man a little cynical, you know. This is Mark Millark speaking through. And then he downloads everything <laughs> from her brain and then he smashes her with the bottle. And this, and this is more than anime. This is more than anime shit because she's the whole time she's like, "You fucking dumb American, I got you." And yeah. then she, he fucking owns her. She's like, "Please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me." <laughs> yeah. And he just smashes her in the face. But I, I do, I do like this twist a lot. Uh, it makes perfect fucking sense because the movie, the mo- like you know, they want to make Black Widow into a hero in the movies, but they, that completely skips over. Her, they completely skip over the fact that she is a fucking spy and. Uh, this twist makes perfect sense because she's like, "Fuck America, I'm a Russian." You guys, fuck I, know, I just country. think it's the obvious twist. Yeah, but that's like, what makes it good. A, that makes it good. It, it, it's not afraid to go for what makes sense. And like, uh, I guess what I didn't like is that as they're walking downstairs, she reveals that she did this because she apparently wants some of his money. She wants that. Uh, what do spies always want? They want it for themselves. Yeah, but mm. it's it's weird because I feel like you never see any leisurely time. Like, what does Black Widow do with money? All it seems like she does is spy work. Whereas at least with Hawkeye, you get to see, like, the family. So you're like, you know he has things he cares about outside of work. And then here it's like, there's hundreds of billions of dollars in those offshore accounts that I want into my Swiss account, Tony. But she lounged, they show the show lounging of Tony this whole entire fucking... To get his money yeah. to do what? <laughs> and I think, too, she's she's primarily doing it to say, you destroyed Russia. My, yeah, my, like she said she my, did my country is now hookers and gangsters. Uh, but then why you. add the additional thing of, like, I also just want millions of dollars. You're going to die, and I'm going to take your money. Yeah, she because... said she's, she's not taking money from any of the liberators. She did everything until now for free. So now she did all this for free. She, now she got to what she wants, so why not take his money? Like, yeah. just for payment for, for fucking, for doing all this shit. And the, the thing that I have, and I'm really torn on this, I don't know if I necessarily don't like it or think it, like, is what he's going for, mm-hmm. is, like, Tony's still supposed to be our hero. And, like, this is, like, a cool gotcha moment. And, like, he's like, come on, let's get to my shop. We've yeah. got work to do. And, like, I understand narratively. But then, like, I also have to buy into that arc hero that we're rooting for. When he dates a girl, he puts in nanomachines that control her entire body. And he specifically says... That, like, later on throughout the story, he didn't really suspect her, he was really in love with her, he had his heart broken, like, he was really gonna marry her, and, like, that's just, I don't know if I really am comfortable rooting for that. Maybe that's why you're having trouble, because I already stopped the idea of them being heroes, like, in Ultimates 1, like, page 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, viewing, I'm viewing this as, like, the authority, or, like, the boys, like, uh, yeah, they're okay. heroes, they're protagonists in that sense, like... See, they, that's they, very they, fair, that's why, like, I really like Mark Millar's authority yeah. run. Versus this, and it's very similar. I think I think you really hit the nail on the head that's with that. That's why Sly yeah. loves it. It turned into anime authority. No, no, but I, I, I like that's why I like it because once I let go, I, I, I let go of the fact that it's the heroes I want it to be. Like, see, I, I can't when people still like root for them, like in the comments of the this thing, yeah. website, like that they still. But you root can't for think that they're still. You can't still think that they are better than the alternative, like of what's going on. I guess. No, that that's why I'm having a hard time with it. This is happening to America. Would you be like? Fuck Iron Man. He did that so he was doing that to his girlfriends. No, you'll be like, we are being invaded. Iron Man, save me. It's yeah. also not like a. Yeah. Uh, it's either one or the other. Like not, both are bad. Why, yeah, you don't yeah. want. That's either. why I'm. That's why I'm torn with it too. Because like it also, I would be curious on what like Malar's plans were with this. Because like he leaves this franchise after this, and like mm-hmm. other writers build a universe off of this stuff. So and like they try to like get rid of the critique and make them more just like different versions of the heroes. So I wonder... To be fair, um, 
he does come back after Lobe fucks up his shit. Yeah, and, and, and so, uh, so I I think and as long as it seems to set up, it is becoming more traditional hero after this. I yeah. think that was always a, the plan. And but I think then that's that, that, my that is problem. that that is uh, undermined by all this shit before. If it kept being Edge Lord uh, stuff. Yeah. It will make more sense. I think that's very fair because I'm comparing it to like his Ultimate Avengers, where like Captain America is just kind of just like a slightly more nasty Captain America, mm-hmm. and like same thing like Iron Man is still like a heroic Iron Man. He's just snarkier, and like mm-hmm. I can't view this story in a bubble because like I like the critique, but what is Malar's end game? And for the rest of the fight, I feel like we're supposed to root for these people, yes, and be like gung ho about it, and like I'm not. I, I yes. am gung ho, but in the same sense, I'm gung ho for. When you're 40, fucks up somebody's shit. Yeah, that, yeah, that's very fair. Sense. That's a very fair point. Well, I, I'm way more closer to Ryan where it's like, again, you set up almost all these issues being like, aren't the Ultimates assholes? And then you twist it by being like, look at these bigger assholes that emerge out of nowhere and knock down the Statue of Liberty. Oh, aren't they the worst creeps? But I, I think yeah. it's actually because they're, they're, that's, why I, that's why I like this better than the movie because there's still villains that have very reasonable motivations. Yeah. Their motivations make perfect sense. These are the type of enemies that Avengers will fight. Like, the Ultimates will fight if they were existed in the real world. They will fight the other mm-hmm. governments r- r- rising up to fight them. Like, yeah. That's why I say this is better than the movie because the movie stripped off a lot of the flavor from these final action scenes. Like, it made it just mm-hmm. a faceless army versus the Avengers and this is what I wanted from the movie. Villains with some flavor to them. See, I guess that's like where we disagree because I like the movie way better because I felt like an emotional response when our heroes won. Where here, I was like, okay, they win. Yeah, I, I didn't expect Sly to be arguing for more of the Edge Lord case, which is like the one that I like more usually. Yeah, but like I'm not necessarily saying that like you're wrong to believe that way at yeah. all. But like I do agree with Daryl that I find these books more interesting when the when our heroes are the villains. You yes. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because speaking of, then we get this next scene, which is just like so exaggerated. Because <laughs> it's like the doctor goes back to Hawkeye sitting in the chair, and it's like, "Remember this guy, Hawkeye? Well, no big deal because he remembers you." And so the guy with the scar on his face, and this guy's like, again, because everyone just has to be an asshole. He's like, "You're lucky that your wife was dead before I got there, because I would have done worse things to her." <sighs> and then, and then suddenly. <sighs> Spoilers, I like I like to see. It's the only thing I like of Hawkeye in it. <laughs> you see this guy fall over, and you see Hawkeye's finger come out. And as soon as I saw this, I'm like, oh my god, I've heard about this. Because I've heard how dumb this is when they talk about Hawkeye's powers. And suddenly, he starts flicking his fingers, and all these people are going down and dying. You're like, what's happening? And then you see his, his bloody stump on his finger. And the doctor's like, what? And Hawkeye shouts, shouldn't have left me with my fingernails, dummy. <laughs> I, I, I like to see now defended because uh, it's overall... It's 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 fucking like Mark, like you know Mark Miller kind of stuff, but uh, I like it because it at least has some uh, degree of cleverness to it. They put in this guy uh, who is supposed to be deadly, deadly with any weapon in a, in a room, and it seems like he's hopeless. And they use something that you wouldn't expect to use, like uh, it's sure. fucking fingernails. That's not how fingernails work. <laughs> like, if, you have, if you have that idea that his like he could have set it up better, uh, that's the one biggest flaw. This is like the the most over the top thing he's done so far. This shouldn't be the most over the yeah. top. That, that's why I kind of was like okay with it because this was so extremely stupid. And plus, we've also seen that he can throw spoons through people. So I'm like, why does he have enough force to flick a fingernail through a man's or throat? Or like, he might as well just spit. He might as well use his spit yeah, yeah. Head. Like anything. This, 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 why, this, this is why this is why for Hawkeye because then why would Hawkeye? People argue Hawkeye should use a gun, but if he could do this. He shouldn't even use a fucking gun. He should just fucking yeah. carry spoons everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but in in slides the 
offense here. This is the most anime scene ever. Yeah, because yeah. the guy's like, he's like, you know, if you don't let me go, the next fingernail goes right between your eyes. And he's like, but you'll kill me. And he's like, I'll kill you if you don't. Yeah. So then the guy unties him. And then he's like, what happens now? And Hawkeye snaps his neck. He says, what do you think? Yeah. And then a bunch of guys surround him with guns. They're like, drop it. If you even touch that gun, you're dead meat. And Hawkeye goes, idiots, you guys are dead already. <laughs> and then it just cuts. To like so another scene, and then it cuts back, and all those guys are dead. <laughs> I will say, I will say that's part of bullshit because it's again what <laughs> a gun, a gun at his face, and somebody doesn't die. Like, Look, flicking fingernails. Okay, that's fine. No, a guy no, pointing like, a gun at another man, he would be no, dead. No, my <laughs> defense. No, it, no, it's true because they. Not that they say if you touch the gun, you're dead meat. They say if he touches the gun, we're dead meat. Fire. They they say shoot, but instead yeah. of shooting, they let him take time to say, idiots, you guys are dead already, and then they go dot dot dot. And also, uh. Uh, the fingernail thing requires some setup and uh, like uh, it's like a, a setup and, and like some sense of cleverness. They cut away from the scene. They don't show you how he accomplishes yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It's just cheating. It's just easy. Bullshit he just cheating. shoots everyone. It's like every other comic panel where a bunch of people are shooting at one guy and they miss him somehow. Yeah, so that, that's that's not cleverness or anything at all. There's no, there's no setup or anything. That's just Mark Miller cheating. It's not again. clever, but I just like, <laughs> after the fingernail stuff, um, that was at a point where I'm like, whatever. This comic can go wherever it wants. I'm along for the ride now. It's like Harley Quinn beating Booster. I'm like, all right, you got it. I'm in. Like, whatever you want to do, I'll take it as the word of God. Even if you find the fingernails dumb, it's at least interesting. Him just, yeah. I, I kill these guys, it's not interesting. It's not yeah. even fucking interesting. I agree, I agree. So so anyway, it cuts to back to the Triskillian, where Captain America is like tied up to this machine. And this scene, I almost really like. And then it's, again, ruined by some dumb punchline page. Yeah. Where the Wasp shows up, and they grab her, and they're like, oh, you know, you're useless. You're just the Wasp. And yeah. she's like, what are you talking about? I like because they're like you can't help Captain America. And she's like I released Cap from the machine five minutes ago, and then and then the the full page is Cap holding his fist at them. And he says, "Get the hell away from my girlfriend." Yeah. <laughs> That's like such a thirteen year old page. Yeah, yeah, yeah agree. Ugh. I do like how they set it up though because uh, it's not just like uh, Ozymandias like. Oh no, uh, I like again. I like the setup a lot because yeah, like, it's not just Ozymandias like I did already. You you, you suckers. It is like. What, what are you talking about, you idiots? I already did it. Like, because they're, they're acting smug about it, but she acts like, why wouldn't I have done it already? Like, why would I be here if I didn't do it already? Like, I, yeah. I, like, this, I, like, I like how she acts like they're the idiots in this scenario for thinking she, she didn't do it. Yeah, already. and it's also a bait and switch where Wasp is, like, useless again, and then she's like, no, like, I did the stealth thing yeah. and saved my partner. But you do get a weird scene where a guy is holding Wasp in her hand and then just punching his own hand with her <laughs> in it. And it's like, that's just weird, but okay. Yeah. So then it cuts to, next issue cuts to Loki, uh, I'm not Loki, uh, Thor in his containment center being like, Odin, why have you forsaken me? And then all of a sudden light flashes into his cell. It cuts to Captain America being the shit out of all the duplex, the multiple man ripoffs. And then here's a, here's a dumb scene where they, they got Wasp hostage. They give her time to say this. You know that thing they do? I sting when I'm 500 times smaller. <laughs> I don't want you to get hers when I'm full size. Why don't we just punch her and knock her out while, while she's saying this instead of letting her just zap them all? Why didn't well, she use that earlier? <laughs> yeah, well, she didn't yeah. either. Yeah, it's... That's just dumb, but they go to free Thor, but he's missing. <gasps> and then it cuts to Air Force One, and George W. Bush is being attacked by uh, the uh, Thor knockoff. <laughs> Laura! Yeah, he, George <laughs> screams for his wife. And uh, Crimson Dynamo's like, don't worry, you're not going to die for hours yet. I think she's, this Crimson Dynamo is Chinese, right? It's like, this is like a mix of all of America's enemies in one spot. Oh, he's, he's, he's Russian and um, I don't know, I think he's Chinese one in, in this one, though. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. So, oh, yeah, they, well, good twist. 
Yeah, so then uh, they go to uh, Cap and Wasp go to the White House, and they're like, "We gotta go fight through all these people." But Trisha Hawkeye got there first. Yeah, and he's like, "Room secure, guys." And then um, it's, it's, again, it's, uh, you might think, "Oh, this is Hawkeye doing something," but then more guys come in anyway. So this reveal. also, he yeah. all these guys have guns, and they're all like, they're super soldiers that can fly. And he has a bow and arrow. I get that he's good with a bow and arrow, <laughs> but in close range combat, I feel like it's just not fast enough. It's not. It is definitely not fast enough. <laughs> it's also like he could have a bunch of throwing knives better than a bow right like you can fire them faster I yeah like it makes no sense it may, you shouldn't be bullseye it makes it, no sense. honestly if you can kill people with fingernails like Sly was saying you need just very rapid fire like little like yeah like, like little tiny like pellets or something yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> one touch that I like he does have band-aids on all his fingers now good artistic good. consistency I like this yeah, yeah. That's good. this is great yeah but yeah, like I said, uh, logically it makes no sense to like plot wise, it's pointless because more guys come in and fight him anyway. They beat the shit out of yeah. Hawkeye. So okay, good job, Hawkeye. You stopped that wave. Uh, so then uh, Iron Man's like, I'm out of here, and they're like, Where are you going? Iron Man's like, I gotta go to space. Bye guys. I love this too. He's like, obviously I have a space Iron Man. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare to activate Iron Man Six. Yeah, and you is why I mean like anime. You're like Iron Man's literally going to space, getting into his girl log in giant space <laughs> at Iron Man Two. Why wouldn't you do this? Yeah, and so then uh, they're fighting uh, all the, the new next wave of, of people in the White House. I uh, have a question, because now yeah. Hank Pym is here. And if this other person controls huge swarms of all kinds of bugs, what is why why is Hank Pym here? Because to control is wrong, basically. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I guess that's yeah. enough. Again, like, the Ant-Man stuff never comes into play again. He's basically here just because he made robots, and okay. it's funny how pathetic he is. Yeah. Okay. So uh, they're they're beating the grunts, but all of a sudden the new super the uh, liberators show up and start beating the shit out of the, the ultimates in the White House, and Abomination being out of the shadow of uh, yeah. Captain America. But then the evil uh, Red Captain America, not evil, the Red Captain America comes in and says, "Oh, he's mine! I got my Darth Ball lightsaber just for this occasion." Mm-hmm. Okay, one thing I don't get is he said I've waited half my life to rip that star from your chest. Doesn't he only hate him from like <laughs> two months yeah, ago? Yeah, I didn't get that. He's like a buff adult man it seems like they, they forgot. <laughs> Mark Miller forgot he's not actually like older he is still that same boy from a, a week yeah, ago that's what's weird like even even if you take it that he hated the image of Captain America for so long I'm like didn't most people thought he was dead for a long time but like, I think in this they've only been around for a year the Ultimates uh, as a police force yeah that makes so sense. this guy's two years old he looks <laughs> great okay <laughs> So yeah, then he's then like he he's like I want to fight Captain America personally. So like have our, we can we can have a literal like lightsaber duel. Yeah, he's like one v one me noob. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, literally, it's literally the fucking Quagajin like uh, Darth yeah. Maul fight at the end of. Which uh, it's funny because like Hawkeye even calls him Darth Maul in a later issue. So yeah, it's like yeah. uh, clearly Millar knew what he was doing. He just didn't yeah. care. <laughs> and I forgot that uh, Bruce Banner shows up. It's basically at, at the end of. Avengers well, one War. touch I just want to make throughout uh, this. Every time it cuts to Hank Pym, he's like. Trying to be, like, a little bit... Like, he's really, like, weaselly on the sidelines, but he's never actively, like, helping the villains. He's, like, always calling the Ultrons to just be on, like, crowd control and just on peacekeeping. Like, he's not... Even though that, like, he's pathetic, he's not, like, an active villain in this story. No. He gave them the codes. He's a villain. He's a, they he's also a, he's say a, that the EU... No, but you know what? Like, what I mean is, like, he's not, like, in there killing people. He's not attacking yeah. the ultimates. Okay, yeah. But they also said that the EU can't intervene because they have America's nuclear arsenal. And I no, think they, that, got, they the got those from Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. Remember right. they, like, interrogated Why would Hawkeye have the fucking nuclear codes? God Cause, damn. Because Hawkeye's the best soldier in the world. Uh, God damn, operational security. <laughs> <laughs> you always give it to your soldiers. <laughs> Don't yeah, you know uh, the, the nuclear launch codes, Phil? So it's setting up a bunch of anime fights. Like, uh, Bruce Banner comes to, like, save his country, even though he's a monster, mass murderer. I gotta fight for my country. So he shows up at the end of the second Avengers. Yeah. 
He goes like he gets stomped by. The- yeah, a big robot steps on him, and then a woman goes, "Oh my god, look, he's still alive!" And then you have like him lifting up the foot of the robot, a double page spread. Yeah, then uh, he goes to fight the abomination. Abomination is like, I'm smarter oh than you. This I'm is such a you. great fight, and if you disagree, fuck you. I agree. <laughs> it's so anime. It We're is- already in the next issue already, right? This fight goes fast. Just keep going. All right, all right. <laughs> so let me just describe this fight. Uh, the Abomination and the Hulk are fighting, and they're both big green men who hit each other, except, you know, the Hulk gets stupid, and the Abomination doesn't. Mm. And so they're just beating each other with, like, robots and stuff, and as, as the fight continues, <laughs> the Hulk is just smashing for, for first, him. First, Abomination is like, you have no chance, I'm smarter than you, yeah. I'm bigger than you. I, I still like have you. my genius intellect, Dr. Banner. In other words, you're screwed. And as the fight goes on, the Hulk starts to beat him. And he's like, what's the square root of 6,211D? What's the capital of Texas? How many legs has spiders got? <laughs> Can you tell Hulk the formula for Coca-Cola? And then the woman, she's like, Christ, Bannon, please help. And he's like, ha ha, not so clever now. And he's like, you know, anyone he fucking kills him, he's like, you know what your problem is? You think too much. Yeah. yeah and we have a lot of these, these matchup fights, like Quicksilver grabs Hurricane and runs so fast that her body turns to jelly. Oh, that's it's, it's, like, it's like, very anime, again, it's a very anime because she's like, yeah. Yes. I, can, I'm, I can match your speed. And he's like, I've been immune my entire life. I had speed my, my entire life. Yeah. Let's see how fast I can go. Yeah, Mach so 2, fast, her... Mach 5? I'm trying to handle this, kid. She, he runs so fast, her flesh like fucking works off. He's like, you feel your molecules rumbling? That's that's the molecules dancing, like you're riding on a freight train. And it's pretty great because it's like, you have to assume uh, she was Syrian, right? So they have a, some Syrian lab testing her. Probably mm-hmm. like, how fast can you actually test? How, how, like, you're trying to test a speedster? So you, you go faster yeah. than any plane's ever been, but, like... You're gonna need a cosmic treadmill, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you have this guy who's been, like, not just a mutant, but, like, from birth. working for the military for his whole life. Of course he's gonna outrun her. Yeah, so, like, we keep seeing these matchups. We also see the, the swarm is going after Janet, and she's like, no, don't worry, I got this. She injects herself with something Hank gave her and lets her grow real big. As Sly pointed out earlier, she keeps her clothes on, so, yeah. I, okay... And she squashes her. And she has, they have sexist on steel marks on her clothes. Only if you're a woman do your clothes stay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, she steps on there, and also the uh, all the super soldiers in the country show up as you know Captain Brandon show up to as reinforcements. Eventually, X Men and like the Fantastic Four come into the fight. Yeah, Iron Man shows up with his giant spaceship sized Iron Man. Before six. Iron Man shows up, Crimson Dynamo is like, you know what? We're losing. Change of plan. Kill every kill everyone. We're, we're, it's a suicide, suicide mission. mission. Suicide mission. Yeah. yeah, we're just we're trying to inflict casualties before we before we lose. But then he gets killed by giants from the sky and his space Iron Man. Hey guys, and <laughs> this giant is so great. Fu- I see. I do see why I like this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a giant fucking space Iron Man mech. Yeah, and then and this is when. Hulk finally beats Abomination. Uh, and is like, oh, now uh, we're going to reveal we infiltrated the Infinite Liberators and the Ultron Robots are like, are you serious? Like, we were helping yeah. them. Like, no, we were infiltrating <laughs> them. Hey, let's help the civilians. Yeah, even, like, I don't, the robots even are like, really? Hey, Pim, this is, <laughs> yeah. this is your move? And he's like, yes, we were on their side the whole time. Yeah, stop, go Ultrons, fight the terrorists. And they just start punching those super soldiers. <laughs> And then one thing that I like here is Captain America finally, like, smashes the Darth Maul lightsaber that the head Liberator guy was using. And then right when you think he's beaten, he has all, the Liberator guy has all of his, like, his army attack Steve. And he's like, I wanted to do this noble in 1v1, but, like, I'm not an idiot. I'm not just going to lose. Yeah, after, after you did everything to the people I loved, like, I'm not going to just walk away. 
Yeah. yeah. But Hulk, then Hulk's like, somebody help me. And Hulk's just like, throws his Captain America's shield at the guy's arms and cuts his arms off. Yeah, he cuts his hands off with his shield. He throws him into the, the water in front of the Washington Monument, takes his lightsaber thing and drives it right through his chest. Yeah, and before he dies, the evil Captain America says, is this where you crack a joke? Is this where you finish me with the witty barb? And then Captain America drives the blade through him and says, no jokes, Abdul. Which is like but a the, weird, like, are you but, trying to combat when you said this you think this a stands for france like but not only that but the line that you skipped harold is he says is this where you finish me with a witty barb my god do you even appreciate why we did this thing mm. and captain america just kills him and it's like i feel like mark millar's like hey do you remember that they had a noble purpose yeah. that like american imperialism nope doesn't matter i felt the opposite i felt like that's what i, th- I thought i felt i view it as i'm like i'm gonna equip now because this is a serious matter like yeah this is not, actually this like is not, oh, okay since you brought that. that up ryan i saw slides point where i was like oh okay he's trying to give some honor to their point yeah. that they were fighting for a noble mm. cause it's literally did. the only time captain america doesn't say you're nuts and you're sucking my nuts uh, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that like, makes sense no th- a, I, I, yeah. that makes sense and then and then i do like this this splash page of the x-men the fantastic four spider-man all just fighting for new york again Attacking Manhattan is such a goddamn nightmare in this universe because there's, yeah. like, there's like 9,000 superheroes. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, uh, the issue ends with up in the sky. Loki's like, well, I can't use my powers because my father will find me, but whatever, I'm going to use my powers now because I'm in right. it for chaos. They say that earlier. Like, he's never, he's only ever used his powers very subtly because Odin will find him. And mm-hmm. that, that, then, like Daryl said, he's just like, fuck it, I'm going all out. And then at the end, Thor shows up saying, looking for trouble, Loki. Yes. And uh, next issue opens with Loki using his fucking chaos magic. And this is why, this is why I like the Better Avengers. This is such a great scene. This is cool. This is cool. So uh, Thor is in, in the mental hospital, and he's like, get away from me, get away. And Thor's, and Loki's like, oh, don't don't tell my brother. He's just he's just unwell. And uh, Thor's like, it's not about illusions, Loki. I can see the fucking rain. I, I, you're, you're wet. Your illusion's fading. Your powers are fading. Like, now we're going to fight for real. Yeah. It's cool because, like, it's literally like Inception or something where you see, like, the dream breaking down where he's yeah. wet. And then he's like, I can hear the warplanes passing overhead. And why are you soaking wet if we're still uh, yeah. in this dream? And why am I still holding this hammer? And then when, now they're back in the fucking uh, Washington, D.C. fighting the final fight. And Loki now starts warping reality, starts sending uh, Nordic uh, creatures to go fight Thor. Yeah, so now they're attacked by dragons, they're attacked by giants, trolls, dire wolves. All, yeah. this is, and this is why I like this better than Avengers, because this shows Loki's flavor. He's not just, I'm a charismatic guy as part of this army who has this magic cube. I'm using my illusionist powers to set this up, and now I'm sending Norse creatures down to fight you. This has so much more flavor to it, and it's like it's like pretty fa- it's like all the famous like Norse creatures. Yeah, so but they're so in like true. leather bondage gear. But you know that's okay. That's what you learn. <laughs> and then the yeah the like the goblin armies show up. The direwolves are literally eating people by the Washington Monument, and the trolls show up. And then Thor is like, "Did you think I came alone?" And then we get the fucking Rainbow Bridge show up, and the armies of Asgard pour out of the Rainbow Bridge. And is this Hawkeye who's like, "Oh, I'm sorry for doubting you." Thor. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And we get this. obviously Hawkeye, the biggest, most notable doubter, not fucking okay, Tony. Okay, so now now we get a splash page that you guys read this digitally, so it's not going to have the same effect. Yeah. But I'm unfolding it. It is a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight page splash page. Really? That is a pain in the ass to open in my book. <laughs> That's cool though. That, it, that it is, is a very really cool. cool picture. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's basically that, you know the shot in the Avengers movie when they pan over every single character? It's basically like that, where you get what every single person is doing in one huge wide shot. And the one thing, the, not the one thing, this whole thing is pretty cool. But the thing that I like the most about it is in every single page, you see Quicksilver doing something. And yeah. I think that is a really oh. cool way to show a speedster in battle. Yeah. It's like every single scene he's involved in a little bit at the same time. Also, I think it's cooler because instead of just fighting a faceless alien army, it's uh, Norse armies of, of Asgard fighting Norse uh, creatures of legend. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. And and then Loki's like, ah, oh, I was so clever, though, with my tricks. Norway's not even in the European Union. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good guy. And I was like, that's pretty good. It's He's fun. saying as, as, as desperate pleading as he's getting beaten, saying, please, can you see the funny side of this, Thor? And Thor's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to beat the shit out of you, Loki. Uh, Thor, my da- our dad wants a word as he sends him, he zaps him with his hammer and s- sends him away, presumably, to Asgard. Sends yes. him to hell. Yeah. yeah. Now, it's Norse, so that's hell with one L, right, Daryl? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Helheim. Ruled by Hella. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, we have they win. Uh, America is freed. Oh, the governments of these countries, like, Putin is like, uh, that was not, we were not involved there. China was like, us either. This is all, you know, terrorists. And and Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, is like let's not retaliate against these countries. Um, yeah, what you know. a dated book! You have Vladimir Putin as leader of Russia, <laughs> Nancy Pelosi as the Speaker of the House. Yeah, yeah. you have your questioning whether America should be intervening in other countries, like the House. <laughs> <how's that>? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so and so, uh, one noble thing to point out is like Hank Pym is like, "Oh, I helped you guys," and Captain America is like, "Fuck y'all! If you know you fucking trade us," and then they end up putting him in the fucking cell they put him in his band before. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, uh, Wanda goes off to missions like, "You want to go out sometime?" <laughs> yeah. Also, we get the exact same scene from. Cry for Justice with Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. When when Hawkeye goes to visit uh Natasha in the hospital, not visit, and he like <laughs> she goes to run <laughs> and he he shoots arrows and like pins her against the wall and she's like got a message for the wife and kids Hawkeye, anything you'd like me to pass along? And uh he's like won't see them where you're going and he just shoots an arrow through her chest. And he tells her to burn in hell as she dies. I, I don't like the scene because it's redundant. Uh, you just had you had to have both characters getting their revenge, Tony and her. Like, why would how would she get away from Tony if he has like? It makes no sense to me. Yeah. No, I, she I, says I, she she slit her own wrists to bleed out her nano machines. That's great. It's so far fetched, and just for this one scene where Hawkeye. So far fetched. The... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just it's just it's just only for this one murder, final mercy. Ah, it's great. Already... Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like if it was written better, it's not written well enough to warrant it. It's just okay. he just shoots her in the head. I don't know. It's not, it's... Oh, but anyway, as Phil was saying, that Captain America says that the Ultimates are quitting the American government and are going to be an independent organization, which is cool too. They get yeah. a scene of Tony Stark where he talks to Pepper Potts about like. I'll never get over her. He's so broken, like, I'll never get over her. And then he sees a hot girl saying, no, I'm going to go back with that girl instead. He's yeah. crying. And then he's like, yo, you'll never, you never underestimate the healing power of a blonde, Miss Potts. Oh. Yeah, and it's just like, I always have a problem where, like, whenever, like, you lose a spouse, there's betrayal that happens where it's like, you traditionally, the more, like, honorable thing to do is to do the revenge fantasy and you kill them and then you just hold it in. Which is why I like that, like, I thought both... Hawkeye and Tony were never going to, like, cry, and they're never going to say anything about their family because it's like, that's a man's burden to bear. But I like that he breaks down and he talks to her, but then what he says about her, why he was, like, sad, is, like, he, first he brings up that he dumped, like, Christina by email, Brittany by skywriting, and breaking poor Jennifer's heart just two weeks after what's-his-name walked out. But Natasha 
was different. She could drink like a fish and was up for doing things I'd never even seen in that year I took off just to browse the internet. And he says, she was like me with magnificent breasts. And you know, that's always been one of my fantasies. And he's crying. Yeah. And he sees a blonde girl and runs He's down. crying while he says she's me with magnificent but, breasts. But would Tony Stark not do this? He's yeah, a, that's, that's but a this, joke. This gets that back was... into like the, where, how like Ryan was saying where it's like, you can't, I can't root for anyone in this story because especially as this is the, the climax to Tony being seduced and betrayed is like his reaction is like, man, I finally found someone that's like me but has tits. Yeah, it's weird. I I, I, I like to see it because it's, 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 a, oh, guys, you guys, it was a basic switch. It's supposed to be a character development moment, but no, it's just a setup for a joke and I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> but like, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, I do All too. Right, so it ends, anyway, it ends with Hank. It ends with a flashback to... Well, first Hank Pym's in jail and he makes the joke, like, do we all have to spend time in the cell? And then, yeah, Janet goes to see him. And then it's a flashback with Steve Rogers with Gail when they're in the 40s. And he's about to go off to war tomorrow. And it's just them having, like, you know, a nice time going out to the movies and stuff. And they don't have a lot of money. But we do have, we have a scene with a woman. So someone has to call her a fat elephant. But this time it's Gail who calls herself a fat elephant. Thanks, and Mark. I, I think this flashback is kind of pointless. Like, uh, yeah. I don't think yes. the, 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 the flashback, but why at the end of the story? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, that was one of those things where I was I was really trying to think. It's like, what are you trying to, like, prove or say Well, here I think it's supposed this? to frame it that, like, Cap is our big hero. And, like, I don't feel yep. like that's the lesson we're supposed to get from the book. No, the truth here is Mark Millar did this because he needed to cuck Bucky eventually and he couldn't do it in the present time. <laughs> present day. Okay. Let's Which I especially like because they said, like, we finally got rid of Bucky. Thank God. Like, he stopped, <laughs> left me alone so I could bang you. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, so like man. overall, I like the story. Um, uh, I think I, I think the Avengers movie sucked a lot of the flavor out of it. Uh, in favor, and, and in its defense, it did it. It made for it chose the character development over the great set pieces and the great themes. <laughs> but so people might say it's a better move. But I, I wish they could use more of like Loki's cleverness in the movie and more of that's very fair. And but. I hated like, well, the Asgard stuff, honestly. I love that really? stuff. I, I, I fucking yeah. thought that was awesome. Because think about it, in the first half, you have like you're setting up the Avengers as the thing, it's the main villains, and then later on, it's like, oh, here's mythological Norse monsters that you fight. It felt the same thing as the space Nazis, where it's just no, like, it's not, this I wasn't disagree. who I sat down to watch. I disagree. After two volumes of questioning what a door was uh, Norse or not, I think that's a great uh, payoff to have the little creature from mythology fight and Norse army goes to fight it gets revealed in the most bombastic way possible it wasn't sure. any questions about it it was all it's all, it's all exists fuck you Avengers you were wrong the entire time I thought that was perfect I, I yeah, agree which is that... why I got back to that thing where I was like uh, it should have just been like a good like oh, is, is, is it real or is it not because it did it like in it concluded it in such a over the top way and right, that's why I wish we had your tip on tape saying mm-hmm. I, we should go one way or another oh I, I hate what I said before I, I, I'm there I can't agree on anything I, <laughs> I agree that it, if you're gonna make Loki the villain it makes more sense to have the climax have a bunch of Asgard stuff in it instead of like just aliens but I found the Liberators to be much more engaging, and then it they don't really amount to anything. They're kind of just like, they all just get beaten by their counterparts, and I don't know. But it, it's still better than them fighting faceless enemies for me. Like, at least, they, at least they set them up and then have, they're like, we're better than you, we're better than you, and then they're like, no, you're not. Like, we've been doing three years. Yeah, which is, again, what would probably happen when you're like, somehow we're going to match the American military overnight, and they're strong, and they have a great first strike, but in the end, they lose. <laughs> 
That's yeah. Fi- that's yeah. That makes sense. Overall, I definitely would not say I like this more than the Avengers movie, but I understand your points. I like, I like this more than anything we've ever read. <laughs> really? Oh, really? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I, I did like it a lot, though. Uh, so I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. At least I'm not a freak. Overall, I think. Well, you're still a freak. Okay. okay. Overall, I think it's better than Ultimates One for sure. But I, I think I have the same thing that I had with Ultimates One. That I think the first half is just I like it a lot more mm-hmm. than the second half. I think both Ultimates One and Two are bad enough that I don't have a preference one way or the other. <laughs> oh, it says the guy who fucking loves Nemesis. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Daryl. <laughs> it's because Nemesis doesn't pull you in being like, is this realistic or not? It starts with a guy being run over by a train that Nemesis planned. It's like, okay, where's, where, I, are, the, I, where I, are the Asgard like armies in the first issue? They're not there, and then it ends with it. But I am really glad. Like this is, I think this is the first story we've been divided in. Uh, it's a comic story that Ryan hates. I don't and, hate it. But doesn't like so it's it's we're divided in a way we've never been divided before. It's a comic <laughs> fan and a non comic fan to take it one side and a non comic fan. <laughs> yeah, surely a divisive yeah. issue. <laughs> yeah. We've always had Ryan take like every comic we've done so far when Phil and I've liked it. Ryan, this is the first time Ryan It's very rare I'm the like I'm on the Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm on the split decision. It, it's Ryan and me aligned against you and Sly. Yeah. yeah, this is a, a very true. unique, very unique spirit. So I think that says yeah. something about the story. Yeah, that about about smart, how how can appeal <laughs> and, and look, and look at him try and bolster it up still. No, not just appeal. Not just appeal, but also polarize people. It can appeal to some people and polarize others. To, that's, to I, be I, honest, that's, as well, as I finished this and I felt like a sense of happiness and and like oh enjoy reading it, I was like, I was like, not only did I enjoy this. I enjoyed it in spite of it being Mark Millar because the whole time I'm like, this has got to be shit. It's fucking Mark Millar. This, this page, it's not that great. I mean, okay, lasers from space. I mean, it's pretty cool. But it's Mark, <laughs> it's Mark Millar, so like, I can't like it. And so I still enjoyed it this much knowing it was Mark Millar. The story Millar. was so dumb. <laughs> like, I just... I if this is an anime, if this is an anime, you'll like it. If, if they're all just like, let's take Tashi, let's go fight the giant space monster. You'd be like, this is cool. Yeah, because if it starts off being dumb... And then it ends being dumb. I'm like, sure. Yeah, the oldest one already happened. You you still had illusions of this being, like, not dumb at some point. Because he did the same thing with Ultimate Son, where it's like, this could be a good critique on the American government. And then at the end, the American government just smashes everyone down. They're like, isn't this great? I mean, I guess it's a critique. Your expectation, after reading Ultimate (laughs) One and other Mark Millar, you still had expectations of this not... Well, like, what I want want to know is, like, in your perfect world, does Syria and North Korea take over America? Or do they both kill each other? I honestly... Before we began, like, recording today, I was, I was going to say the issue should have ended after they destroyed America. I'm like, boom, okay, that's a good retribution story. <laughs> I, w- I would have been that's happy Mark, with that's that. That's not a Mark Millar ultimate story. Rather than, like, oh, Captain America, go save the day, and Hawkeye's still alive, and, oh, the Hulk's back to smash in this smart person. Look how dumb you are. But that's, that, that'd be like an anime, like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if Gurren and just all died? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like, that, this is the anime buildup. The fucking army wins. And the fucking... Uh, Which is what I stuff. didn't want from reading Ultimates. I hated the Ultimates team enough that I wanted them to lose. Yeah. Thor alone, Thor alone is likable enough that Ultimates should win. Sure. Yeah. Sure. No, no, no. Right. I- I'll say Thor's likable. Thor should have somehow saved them, maybe. But I don't need to see moments glorifying Captain America. That I I agree with that. That's the thing. That's what made me feel like I don't want. But this. Thor is the one that Thor is the one that sees him at the end versus Loki, who would have killed them all. When Loki's like, I'm God now. Uh, you should, Loki shouldn't have been in the story as an actual villain, IMO. Okay, guys, let's end this. Okay, anyway. I haven't eaten in like 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's it. We've made it another year, another Ultimates. And you guys have read the story, so tell us what you guys think. Because I know a lot of you guys like the story. Yeah. Uh, do, do, does Ryan and Dan make compelling points? Or 
Are we and Thildom, or are we right? <laughs> we'll summon yeah. the uh, armies of Asgard against each other, and you have to be on our side. I like that yeah. Sly framed it as, do Ryan and Daryl make compelling points, or am I right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, everyone let us know. Join our Facebook group, join our Discord, and uh, yeah, hang out with us. Tell, tell us about Mark Millar. Speaking of uh, totally unlikable, murderous scumbags, uh, Stranger Still on our network, Flying Machine, did an episode hey, on serial killers. <laughs> no, they did an episode on uh, serial killers. Ted Bundy's likable. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> and you should listen to that and all the other shows, the Flying Machine Network. They did it. We're recording this kind of ahead of time, so it's going to be a couple episodes ago that they're a serial killer episode, but it's great, and everyone should listen to it. And also back to Patreon. And check the YouTube channel for all the Captain Marvel stuff. And yeah, everything is in the show notes and at flyingmachine.network. So, anything you guys have to add? No. Okay. So, <laughs> thank, no. <laughs> thank you. No, no, no. <laughs> so, thank you for listening to Divisive Issues. I've been completely missing the point on why we're even here. I've been right, despite Daryl and uh, Ryan making funny points. <laughs> I've been flicking my fingernails into Daryl's balls. <laughs> and know what my problem was, ugly scientist? I thought too much. Stay in continuity. I give you the incredible...